Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL podcast. I am your host, Dan Harris. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Harris 80. With me is Matt Peralt, host of the Daily Juice podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, what's up? Hi, NFL football. It's here. I can't believe it's here, but it's here. I said it on our fantasy uh, pros football podcast this morning. My wife told me that I just let out a big giggle. Like I turned on the TV and I just giggled and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. It was amazing. And I don't know about you. It didn't feel that weird last night. Like I, I didn't really notice that there weren't that many people in the stands and stuff like that. It felt normal. Yeah, I think what I equated it to was like a blowout game in the fourth quarter where like we've seen games where guys are playing and there's nobody there or there's like 18,000 there. And, you know, Chief fans did their best to be heard and yelled and yelling and screaming. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I've said this since the, the you know sports pandemic has started when it comes to the UFC events on TV. I don't notice fans not being there. You know, yeah. occasionally I will. In basketball, it looks like a 2K game to me. So it's like... You know, it looks normal to me watching it on TV. Right. I think if I was there, I might say it's different. But from a television viewership perspective, well, I don't know. I mean, it look it's sports on TV, man. I'm good. Other than Andy Reid's, you know, welding mask <laughs> that he basically was wearing the entire time. You wouldn't have noticed the difference. Um, I also felt really good about cashing in on my Chiefs plus 101 points bet that we got on that special offer from DraftKings, which is why you want to listen to us. And listen to Matt's podcast, The Daily Juice, which is one of my favorite listens, 15-minute podcast, first thing in the morning every day. Got a ton of offers when they come out. So that was one of them. The Chiefs plus 101 points, not a joke, at minus uh, 110. Yeah, I talked to Johnny Avello from DraftKings on my radio <laughs> show, and he told me that they did uh, $10 million. Yeah. That was, that was their handle for that game, which mm-hmm. is playoff game-esque for DraftKings. It was their yeah. biggest NFL game, but he's Johnny's been around for a long time. So, But $10 million is a pretty good handle for one game uh, for DraftKings. Yeah, you bet. Okay, so this is a little later in the week than we're going to be doing it. We're usually going to record on Wednesday, which is what we had planned to do. It was my fault. We had a crazy schedule. Matt is fitting this in in between moving, which he is doing the second we are done with this. So let me break down here what we're going to do a little bit on the weekly show. We've got something kind of cool. Matt and I are doing a picks contest together over at DraftKings. The DraftKings Pick'em Championship. First prize, a million dollars. Guaranteed. You have to make five picks every week, except for two. You get to take two weeks off from weeks one through 16. It's a little weird, so there's going to be some game theory on there. Separately, Matt is doing a separate big money picks contest. So we're going to be breaking down our choices from us as a team. And Matt is also, we're not going to necessarily agree. I'm not necessarily going to agree with what (laughs) Matt is doing. Maybe I will. We'll see. But Matt, tell everybody about your contest that you're in. I will tell everybody a little bit about DraftKings and then we will get to it. Sure. So I'm in the Circa Million and that is a $3 million guarantee, which has seen a ton of publicity and a lot of attention here in Vegas because of that overlay, the $3 million being guaranteed, first place prize, a million every four weeks with the quarter po- the quarter poll awards. It comes out with $150,000 for first place, and they award second and third place as well. So this is five games against the spread. The difference between the Circa and the DraftKings contest, DraftKings does not make you enter all five of the picks in if you want to play Thursday. DraftKings Circa does. So if I want to play the Thursday night game like last night, which I didn't play in the Circa, we bet it for the Daily Juice, but not for the Circa, 
you had to put in all the picks for Sunday. And you just can't do that given the uncertainty today in sports and with COVID-19 and injuries and whatnot. I mean, look at the injuries that popped up today for games. It's a, it, it's a bad move. It's a losing move to play Thursdays in the Circa. But for DraftKings, they let you put one in and then four on Sunday. So Circa rules are a bit more restrictive than what we've seen with, yep. with the DK rules. Yeah, and you can also get them in on Sunday morning. I think Circa Locks on Saturday, Matt. Is Correct. that right? 3 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. Correct. Yep. So you get a little extra, and you don't have to put them in in the DraftKings contest all at once if you don't want to. You can submit them sort of as you go. And again, it's a little weird because it's only 14 of 16 weeks. You get to take two weeks off. So you can be looking at a tough one. Makes for a lot of game theory. Matt's going to go all through the 17 weeks of the NFL season. So that's what we're going to be doing. So Matt, why don't we uh, start like this? And there may be, by the way, different odds because I I don't know what the Circa odds are versus the DraftKings odds. Oh, they're different. Yep, they are different. Okay, good. So why don't we get started here at your Circa Sports pick? We, Matt, by the way, Matt and I legitimately, like, he sent a couple of games that he's feeling. <laughs> I agree with two of them. Okay. I'm well, not sure about the third, necessarily, okay. but we are legitimately going to be working at our picks on this podcast. Good. So welcome to a little, you know, behind the scenes. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Matt, but you you feel confident on, you said, at least four of your five picks over at the Circa, right? Yeah, so, okay, we, we can start with the Cardinals here catching six and a half on the road at the 49ers, and I think there's a good shot that the Cardinals win this game outright, and I, I'm rim really high on this team. I'm high on Murray. I'm high on the offense. The defense for the 49ers not nearly as good. I do believe there's a hangover from a Super Bowl perspective, but catching six and a half, given the way the Cardinals played the last two games of last year against the 49ers, played them pretty tight. Uh, they covered once. They didn't cover in the second game, but this is a Card- Cardinals team that I think has a ton of offensive firepower and I look Garoppolo is a fun quarterback and they're going to run the ball like they always do but I think this is a Cardinals team that's going to be explosive and really dangerous on a week-to-week basis so six and a half is the number at the Circa I believe DraftKings is seven right for that game no I think DraftKings is six and a half when they finally okay. uh, put it up yeah okay Same so thing. I I still like six and a half I mean I would prefer it at seven but six and a half for the Cardinals is, is my first play on that do you want me to go through all four all four hold on let's talk Let's talk about that one for very briefly, because I I lean Cardinals, but I don't feel strongly about it. That was the one that you sent over. I was like, ooh, interesting. I'm not exactly sure. Now, it's worth noting that there is some concern over whether or not this game is at least going to be played in San Francisco, right? Because of the air quality. I think if it gets past some certain number, which it is bumping up against, they cannot play. I don't know if they would move it to a neutral stadium or whether or not they could move that to Arizona even. Like, who knows what they're going to do? So there is some uncertainty. I guess part of what worries me a little bit is just the continuity with San Francisco, where there's a lot of that. And that is a huge thing right now coming in. Now there's continuity with Arizona, but obviously you've added DeAndre Hopkins. So I lean Arizona, but I want to put that one to the side for DK because I think I'm going to be more on top of your other pick. So who's your next pick? Next pick is the Falcons at home against the Saints. I am a big contrarian About better. About the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Sorry, Seahawks. Excuse me, excuse me Seahawks. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yep. Seahawks. I'm a That's big okay. contrarian better, and 89% of the bets and the money are coming in here on Seattle minus two. Right. Falcons with Matt Ryan, a healthy Julio Jones. They've made some changes in the offseason. They looked to up their defense. They'll have fans in the stands. We don't know. I think it's like 15,000 fans are going to mm-hmm. be there. So much like what we saw last night with the fans for Kansas City. I, I think they're going to create uh, at least some type of buzz inside of that stadium with the dome and whatnot on a fast track. Seattle with some questions, some injuries. I know it's Russell Wilson. I understand that. But I, I, I give me two points. Give me a home dog in week one with a cross country flight for Seattle. 
Yeah, this is another one where I I would lean Atlanta just because it's such a public play right now to be on Seattle. Because other than that, I agree. I mean, I think Atlanta is is their offense in particular is going to be good. They haven't yet had the rash of defensive injuries that they seem to have every year. But man, it is just so incredibly difficult for me to bet against Russell Wilson in mm-hmm. what amounts to a pick'em, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's basically what it is because he just makes them better than sure. they are. He always does. And I think that, you know, it's not a terrible matchup. So that one, again, putting that one to the side. Those are your two. Go to your next one. My favorite play of the entire weekend is the Saints minus three, minus three and a half. I, I don't really mind either one. Three and a half yeah. clearly is a, is a difficult number because Is of the it hook. three and a half, by the way, in the Circa? It's or? three and a half in the Circa, I believe. Okay, yes. yeah. It's the, same, it's the same at DraftKings. So here's my theory on this. You're talking about the best team in football in the Saints, the best continuity. You're talking about a defense for this team. Look, I understand that you could hang all last year on Jameis Winston if you want, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not hanging the entire season on Winston's turnovers and picks. They had issues last year. This is the Saints. I know there's a contract question with Kamara, but this is the same thing I thought last night with the Chiefs. Like Everyone's looking for a reason to bet the dog, and they can talk themselves into it. And then they get their doors blown off. Saints are going to win this game by at least seven points in my mind. Saints minus three and a half. I got no problem laying that. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I, this is one I I'm like, sorry, I don't know if you want something profound. Also, by the way, I don't know if you just saw, they just announced Mike Evans doubtful. In yes. This game. Huge. So that, that is certainly big. Um, this also strikes me as a pretty public play on Correct. the Bucks, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah on the huge Bucks. on the Bucks. Huge on right. the Bucks. But I, I think it's going to be a good two way on this, but yeah. I think, I, I do think that the initial pu- public play is yeah. Tom Brady, Gronk, you know that this is you know Shaq Barrett. I mean, I, I think that that's that's the public side immediately because everybody wants to see Tom Brady do well. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I think you know the Saints are. I think this is the Saints year, man. I, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think so this I. is it. Breeze's last last hurrah. So I, you know, we have talked a little bit about that. So okay, I'm not going to write that in with pen. I'm going to write that in with pencil because I do like it. That is a good pick. So probably we're going with the both. Which is your fourth pick here? Titans Monday night minus two and a half on the road at the Denver Broncos. Cortland Sutton goes down with an injury. Cortland Sutton also doubtful. Also doubtful. doubtful. He's he's. Not, I, I don't think he'll play personally. Yeah. I do not like Drew Locke. I know they're going to rebuild around him. And they think he's the guy. I could be wrong about that, but I am a monster fan. Like you and I agree on the Titans. I have the Titans. They're my pick to win the AFC. I'm going ma- massive contrarian here. Not the Ravens. Not the Chiefs. I'm going Titans to the Super Bowl here against the Saints with the Saints winning it. I just think this is going to be a tough situation without Vaughn Miller. I thought the line would have moved more than it did. It flip-flopped initially when it first came out. It was uh, minus three for the Denver Broncos. Then Miller was out, and then it flipped to minus two and a half. But the mm-hmm. fact that we don't have to lay three points, it's two and a half all over the, the Titans, minus two and a half. Yeah. So I like this one, too, uh, and for basically all the reasons you said. Again, teams with a ton of continuity coming into the season, like that's really what I like early in the season. That really makes me excited. That's what you've got, certainly, with the Titans. There are two things I want to say. One is, just to be clear, you know, we offer the consensus lines over at bettingpros.com. We're talking about our our contest lines, the consensus lines. There is a minus two out there, to the extent that matters to you, at BetMGM. Everybody else is minus two and a half. The one thing that worries me, Matt, about this is— the Broncos, wh- however they are on the season, are always really, really good at home yep. early in the season. Early in the season is when they are nearly 
like, I mean, not last year, but, you know, nearly unbeatable at home makes me a little concerned about it. However, with that said, I'm totally with you on this one. This one I'm good to lock in in pen. I just want to give both sides of it because I do think, again, give me continuity on these first games. Teams that, you know, aren't making any big changes. And the Titans are, like, identical. So they're, they're totally good to go at this point. And, again, I, I just think that the Broncos, while the offense might be good eventually, I'm not a huge Drew Lock fan, it's going to take time for them to get there. So for me, totally with you, locking it in pen. Titans minus two and a half in the road. Okay, that's four. But you mentioned a different game to me that I thought you would have liked because it's one of my favorites. And this is from a Jets fan. And that's the Bills link six and a half to the Jets. Are you off that now? I know you do not love the Bills. You have been just pounding that <laughs> for two years. So are you off that now? Or is that I'm something you're considering? I'm not off. But these division games in week one, there is a line, a, a trend, which doesn't mean anything, but there is a trend that about divisional dogs in week one have covered at a pretty good rate. So the six and a half has given me a little pause on the Bills. Okay. Uh, but I, So the games I'm debating right now are the Bills minus six and a half, mm-hmm. the Rams plus three. Yep. And in the DraftKings contest, the Bengals are plus three and a half. Are they not? Yes, they are. Okay. But by the way, the Rams are only two and a half, Ooh. not the three. Okay, it's three so in circle. Little, yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah. That would that would get me off of it in the DraftKings contest. But t- talk me through this. Why are the Bengals only three and a half point underdogs? I mean, or, or, why aren't they a bigger underdog there? What what am I not seeing there in in that game? Where I mean, this is Joe Burrow. This is his first start, and this is the. This is the Chargers now, okay? This is the Chargers with that defense, and I know they Derwin James got hurt. I I, I get that. I know it's Williams a big it's a big loss, Derwin James. It is, but it I, is, I agree but with you. What, what what am I missing here? What, why aren't the Chargers a bigger favorite? Okay, the uh, first thing is to be clear, the consensus line actually now, Matt, and every book I'm looking at. So it's not like okay. oh, this is the it's at three now. It's at three now. Pouncey is out. Pouncey has been declared out. Their center, right. so that that can make a difference. I don't know. I, I I really don't know. Look, we like this Chargers team. We talked about it. Yep. The big joke you and I kept making is like, man, they they always get injured. But while they're healthy, they're going to be really good. Their offense is going to work well with Terod Taylor. Their Mike Williams also may be out. You know, for this yep. game, he's questionable coming in. But it's really tough to see a rookie quarterback without any preseason games. You've got AJ Green, who <laughs> may be limited a little bit coming right. in necessarily. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've sometimes been... I take flyer plays. I mean, so sometimes for me, I, I just don't I don't question the books. And I just say there's a reason why the Bengals are plus three and just bet the Bengals. Like, right. okay, just, just say there is something that I don't know that I'm not smart enough to know about. And they're expecting the public to come in and hammer Correct. the Chargers. And then it turns out because it's the NFL. These are the sharpest lines that there are <laughs> that and, they, they see something yeah. here. I know. It makes me a little nervous, too. You know, I love to do the game of trying to predict the lines. Uh, it wouldn't have been at three or three and a half. It would have been six. So, right. I would have said uh, six. And especially, right. They, have, they are having fans, I think, but a very limited number in Cincinnati. I believe that's where they came out of there. So yeah. it's not even really like a home field advantage. And again, rookie quarterback, you know, starting... I mean, maybe that benefits them, maybe because like it's like, well, it's going to be like a scrimmage for him. So it won't be the same thing. But again, continuity, this is this is where you want to go. And again, the Chargers have a new quarterback, so I'm not, you know, but it's still going to kind of I don't know, man. I, I'm certainly I'm OK now. Again, at DraftKings, it's three and a half. And for the circuits, three and a half. Right. You said it's three at Circa. 
It's three at circa. Oh, okay, yeah. see, it's it's three and a half. I don't know if that. It does that matter change. to me. I mean, that, that okay. change, I mean, three and a half, that hook is big. But again, no, it I, is. I, I still would take three. I mean, I just, right. again, there's something that I feel like the bookmakers see that I don't. And I often say that they build casinos for a reason. So <laughs> I, I sometimes will, will side with them on these types of situations just because I hate, and I mean, capital H, hate Zach Taylor. I, I, I do not like <laughs> I, their head coach at all. Again, I told I covered him in college. I, I don't think this dude's ready to be a head coach in the NFL. And then he's got a rookie quarterback on top of that. So it's like loss, loss. So why isn't this? I mean, Anthony Lynn, most people, I've seen like four people take Anthony Lynn as coach of the year coming up because of all the injuries and they expect a big year out of the Chargers. Okay, if that's the case, they better pound this team. Right. <laughs> it's the Bengals. You know, do you know what, what I remember, by the way, Matt? Because it's funny because what you said, there's like, you look at a line and you're like, why is this line this way? That This can't be correct. There's always a reason. And I was trying to remember what game it was. It was involving the Chargers. I don't remember the line. But it was the Packers going to the Chargers and playing them, and the line was oh, yeah. ridiculous. I that. Last right? year, yep, last right. year, right? And you were everybody was like, "What? What is this? What? The Packers are going to destroy the Chargers?" And it was some really, really small line. And I remember thinking, three, like, oh, I they know it was, it was right. Packers and on the road the, minus three, right?" And the Chargers won twenty six to eleven. Like Killed it was them. just one yeah. of these things where it was like, "What is happening at this point?" When lines like, I will admit, I guess that you're right. That it was one of the lines that stuck out to me. To say, oh, I would make this much closer to five, five and a half, maybe six. Why is it so low? I don't know. But, you know, who? I don't know. This year is a little crazy. Let me throw one out there that I like a little bit. And okay, let me so just, just, so, you, just so we're, yes. we're, on the, we're on the same side of the Saints, right? Yes. So, so, so we're taking the Saints minus three, right? Or three Correct. and a half. Okay. Yeah, minus three, three. and a half. We're taking the Titans minus two and a half, right? Correct. Okay. Those so are the need, ones we'll, we'll lock in. We need three more plays here. Correct. Now, I, I'd be willing to go Bills six and a half. We okay. can talk about that a little more. But we, let's put that one in, in pencil okay. again. And maybe the Cardinals at, Ooh, at okay. uh, getting six and a half. That one's, okay. that one's on the table. That's right. not off the table. How do you feel about the Steelers on the road on Monday Night Football laying five and a half against the Giants? Now, I think I have this at three or something because that's what like the line originally opened at probably before they realized there'd be no fans. I don't know. I mean, I realized five and a half, it's not a small number, but it strikes me as the Steelers are going to come out in this game and just, I know Tomlin's not great in the beginning of the season, but I think they're just going to go out and exert their will on the Giants in this game. What do you so think of that? There's there's a couple of Peraltisms that you're going to learn about, Dan, as, as we go through it. <laughs> Boy. I do not play five and a half, ever. That's a number that it, no matter what, you just don't play? I don't play. It's a dead number. It means the books don't know. Anytime you see a book put up a five and a half, they don't know. That right. number that number is six is a key number, seven's a key number, three's a key number, four's yeah. a key number, five's a dead number. Yeah. Five and a half, they don't know. And when they don't know and they just put that up, that's literally them, I think, in my opinion, they're raising the white flag and just say, We're gonna put a number up that the professionals won't bet. So whenever okay. I see five and a half, I it, look, it doesn't mean the Giants can't win and cover. It just means that those that's a trap game. And you can get beat by the hook so easily with that last second okay. field goal. I, I've seen it too much in these contests when it comes to five and a half. That is a really dangerous number. And there's two of them. There's the Eagles and uh, at five and a half and the Giants at five and a half, which both games I, I'm a no play on. So those games are just off. Okay, that's fine. How do you feel about the Bears getting two and a half against the Lions? See, here... The Lions are the professional team again. Every mm -hmm. pro I know, yes. they love 
the Lions. They have bet the Lions over. They've hammered. But Galladay's out, okay? Right. And so Galladay's not playing, and they, they're going to get swift backs, but he's a rookie running back. So, I mean, we, we saw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire have a big night, but I don't know. I think Vitae's out as well. I mean, they – they I don't know, man. This is But I, I hate Trubisky with a flaming – as much as I hate Zach Taylor, I hate Trubisky. Yeah, so I understand. I, you want to go on the road and lay, and, and you want to take. Point. Okay, I mean, my first of all, God, it's Bears. on the road. It's on the road in name only, right? Fine, I mean, still we, on the okay. road. It's still right. indoors. It's still a it's dome. Fine. It's still indoors. That is fine. I don't like Mitrovsky, but I mean, he was as bad as a quarterback could be last year, and they went eight and eight, right? And I think you know if they defensively is really what they're going to be able to do without Galladay, you know, I, and I do, I think Robert Quinn is doubtful, so I, I think that is a, a problem. But Khalil Mack's going to be there. Their offensive line isn't that good. So for me, I would take the Bears and pick them. I think they're going to win this game. Ooh. But okay, that's fine. Let's think about it. Now, you don't like the Rams getting two and a half from the Cowboys, right? You would like them only yeah. a field goal? I would rather like I would rather have the three, the security of the three. Of course. I, I, I just I, I think the Cowboys, this is one of these like really public years for the Cowboys. Yep. And everyone's like, the Cowboys are going to be outstanding. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I, I could be wrong about him, but I don't see a 10 win team out of the NFC East. Any of them. Okay. I, think, I don't think there's a 10 win team in that division. I think the, the Cowboys go nine and seven. This is a game that they clearly need, but it's on the road. And here's my thing with Jared Goff. If you look at his home splits, the dude is so much better at home. Why? He can hear his head coach. His head coach can tell him what to do. No silent counts. He's more comfortable. This is a home game in week number one without any concern of not being able to be told what to do. I don't know. I think McVeigh. I know there's a, there's a whole hard knocks curse, but it's a different type of year for hard knocks. Yeah, I, I, I do like. I like the rents plus three though. The two and a half does scare me. Yeah, it scares me. I would be willing to do it because I do think that there's a chance that the Rams are going to be able to win this game outright. But that, let's put that aside. How do you feel about the Ravens laying seven and a half to the Browns? See, this is where I like this because it's eight in the circa. So okay. I prefer this. So this is a play I like a lot. Ravens yeah, by seven I will do half. this one, by the way. If you, okay. if you were, this is one where I've been waiting. I, I have a couple of games where I'm like, if Matt gives me the go ahead on this, I'm just firing yeah. it. Up. I'm not putting it in or anything, but I'll fire it up. If you're good with the Ravens laying seven and a half against the Browns, I will take that. I think, by the way, they're going to be, I think they're going to be mad. I, I think they're going to be really mad at how things ended last year. I think they're going to come out and make a statement, and they've got all the continuity in the world, what we yeah. love early on. I think this is going to be a big one for them. Yeah, I think Dobbins is going to have a monster year, much like Clyde was hilaire for the for the Chiefs. I think Dobbins out of Ohio State, running behind Lamar Jackson, that offensive line, I think the two guys together, their stable of running backs are really deep. And one thing I like about the fact that they're a run-first team, if they get up early, if they get up big here, which I think they could on the Browns, they're yep. going to run the clock out where the Chiefs on Thursday night, they just were kind of going through the motions and giving the ball back to the Texans. And I kept on sweating it going, oh, my gosh, this minus 10 is not going to hit because they keep on giving this. And then right. Bill O'Brien did me some favors, missing in two point conversion and then kicking an extra point. And I was like, okay. hello is due. Hello yeah. is the yeah, favor. I was like, thank work. you, Bill O'Brien. Appreciate that. You, 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 you help out. And then we didn't need, ultimately didn't need it because of the field right. goal that got kicked. Andy Reid with a bleep you field goal at the end of the game. Right. So, uh, but I, I think they'll run the clock out. So there's not that backdoor fear here with the Browns as much as there was with the Texans. So uh, even though you, you have the hook there, seven would be better, but I, I'm comfortable at seven and a half. 
And I forgot who it was. Maybe David Coker, or if that's how you pronounce his name, who was on last year, who just was like, man, I, you know, I don't mind hammering Harbaugh because Harbaugh doesn't just want to win. Harbaugh yes. wants that. He wants to take your heart out a little yeah, bit. Especially week one, right? Because like yeah. everyone's going to compare them to the Chiefs and what the Chiefs did. And like all of a sudden the Chiefs are running the football. So you know the Harbaugh is going to be like, oh, okay, fine. You want to run the football? Watch this. <laughs> We're going to run the football right down the. And, and look, I, I just, new coach. I know the offense is a work in progress. I do think OBJ has a beast, has a, has a bounce back year for this team, but mm-hmm. I'm just not that sold on Baker Mayfield, and I'm just I don't like the fact that rookie coaches coming in taking over during COVID nineteen pandemic time is 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 smart week one. Okay, okay, that's fine. Okay, uh, I think we're probably on different sides of this one, so that's why I'm kind of saving it here to the end. How do you feel about the uh, Raiders length three and a half? To the Panthers, which is what it is in DK. I don't know what it is in the Circa. It's three in the Circa. Uh, okay. I don't like it at three and a half at all. And but you you don't like it from the Raiders' point of view, right? From a Raiders' point of view, yeah. Right. I don't, See, I kind of like the Panthers, which is why you, I think yes, we're on different sides. If you like the Panthers, getting the hook there is significant. Three and a yeah. half is significant. And if I, I wouldn't play it any other way but the Panthers mm-hmm. at plus three and a half. And look, if you like Joe Brady... And you think he's going to be able to transform Bridgewater into you know you know a stellar quarterback, Christian McCaffrey coming in? Uh, I mean, can he single handedly beat the Raiders? Potentially, yeah. Raiders defense got some big questions. My question is on the other side, where you're losing oh, yeah. a ton of talent for that pack, the, the, that Panthers defense, and a ton of leadership off that Panthers defense from last year, and you've got weapons everywhere for this, yeah. f- for this team for the Raiders. So I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. Bet but, the over, by the way. That's yeah, what I like in that game. I, I, I like the over in the game, but we're not playing yep. with playing sides only here. Correct. So if I was going to bet it, if I had to, I would take the three and a half. But I I mean, it, three with the Raiders, I, I do think there's a decent shot that it comes down to a last second field goal and the Raiders win. Yeah, I, I think it's fair. I think if I were to, you know, go one way, it would be the Panthers getting the hook. And if you were like, yeah, Dan, I really like that, I'd be willing to make that a pick. I think we've touched on every game and then we'll, we'll, we haven't talked about it. There's a couple there. My, my, uh, my team. Where, where, where's my that's, team? That's the only game I think we haven't <laughs> talked about. That's what I'm getting to, okay? The team, I would like to know how you feel about this. The Patriots laying six and a half to the Dolphins. I think we have at least touched on every other game. That's the one. Patriots laying six and a half to the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I teased it. So a, a, a daily juice play was Patriots teased down to, to minus five, minus half a point to point five, okay. and then taking the Cardinals from seven and teasing it up to 13. Okay. So that's a daily juice play that I gave out. And I think the Patriots win. Uh, but if I had to bet it, I probably would take the Dolphins. So would I. Six and a half so is I. a little. The Patriots are going to play a bunch of games by three points. They're going to win 17 14 a lot. So six and a half feels. Devontae Parker, the reason why I probably wouldn't play it is because I don't know about Devontae Parker yet. If he's playing, yeah, it sounds like he's going to play. I mean, whether or not he'll be limited at all, but it does sound like he is good to go. Yeah, if, if he's playing, play. I'm comfortable laying the six and a half. I mean, I mean sorry, taking sorry, 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 taking the six and a half yeah. with the Dolphins. I, I mean, I, I actually, I would much rather at seven, but uh, I, I've been so. I'll pose this to you. So, do you yep. think what what is the win total for the Patriots? What what do you think? What, what do you think that they'll be? Uh, I think they'll probably wind up going nine and seven. Okay, so you're you're very okay. So. On my radio show, I was literally throwing this out there. I said, anyone who wants to take this, because everyone was saying six and 10. I've heard six and 10 from like a million people. Six and 10? Yep. I've heard it from a million people. Six and 10, six and 10. And I said, fine. I said, I will lay $100 on anybody who wants to take this. I'll take the action on anybody. 
$100, Patriots to win more than six games, and no one wants it. Of even, course even, not. Even the people who say 6-10, and 10, even the people who are saying 6-10 and 10 in, in the media, Lou Merloni from WEI in Boston. I saw and, you talking <laughs> okay? there, yeah. I was going back and forth on Twitter with Lou, and he's saying 6-10. and 10. I said, fine, Lou. Let's do it. He goes, well, Vegas is eight and, a, eight, eight, eight and a half at Vegas, so I'll take that. I said, no, that's not what you said. Right. You said six and ten. And so I think the Patriots, I think you're right. I think they're eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah. And and I think it has a lot to do with the division because they have four, win, they have four wins in the division sitting there. They need three more wins to get to seven. Okay. They're not going to be a six and ten football team. They, no. I don't th- I, they may not make the playoffs, but right. I think the games like this – these are the games that the Patriots win on a last-second field goal. You know, they, they, they pull something out, defense makes a play or something around the Especially line. Especially early in the year, yeah. right? Because you yeah. always look at the Patriots in the beginning of the year, and you're like, oh, man, for like 10 years, you were like, I don't know. They don't look that good. You know, maybe yep. they're 2-2 two and two to start, yep. and then they just wrap off 12 wins in a row. Like in the beginning of the year, I feel like Belichick is like, let me try this. Let True. me try this. Let me see what works here. Let me do this. And so they win these close games early on in the year. And that's why I look, you know, if you're if you're good with it, I will roll with Miami getting six and a half. Yeah. In, the uh, in, in, in week one, given how heavy that six and a half point feel is, I, I think that it could be a pretty popular play. But you're in New Hampshire and with the DraftKings contest, I feel like we're going against everyone. So we have a chance right. to get some noise. Ooh, there. I because, like that. That's you know, right. That's a good call. That's yeah. A good so call. You're, you're going against what everyone's going to go ahead and play. And, and look, we're, we're trying to obviously can, this is a contest here. So there's right. some game theory when it goes Correct. into it. We're not betting any money on this. So I'm, 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 I'm comfortable at six and a half to take it. Okay, so for our contest, you correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like we've locked in four. Ravens laying seven and a half to the Browns. Correct. Saints laying three and a half to the Bucks. Yep. Titans laying two and a half to the Broncos. Yep. Dolphins getting six and a half from the Patriots. So it comes down to the Bills and the Cardinals. Bills and the Cardinals, unless you like the Chargers. Or are you off it because it's three and a half? And so yeah, I'm off it. of it. At, at three and a half, it's... Yeah. Yeah, All right. I, I mean, I would take the Bengals personally. I mean, if I if I was going to go on that side, okay, I, I would take the All Bengals right. there. So, yeah, so let's take. Yeah, so you, I know you really like the cards, huh? Yep. This is your pick. That's the one that yeah. you feel strongly about, huh? I, I I like the Cardinals a lot. I mean, I mean, look, the only problem with six and a half laying it is the same reason why you know we just got into it with, with the Patriots and the Dolphins. It's it's a big number. This is a divisional game. The Bills have a divisional game as well, right? But I, I'm just I Josh Allen. I mean. My gosh! Like you hate the Bills I so hate much, the Bills, and I hate Josh Allen so much. It's you got more you to do with are Josh aware Allen. though of like what the Jets look like at this point, right? Like once Jamal Adams was traded, right? Like like you know how bad this defense is going to be, right? Like their cornerbacks are not going to be able to stop Stephon Diggs and John Brown. He just has to get it somewhere in the same vicinity. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't got to worry about being like, man, let me get these 60-yard passes right. Just get it anywhere. There's going to be nowhere near either one of these guys. They can still stop the run, even without C.J. Mosley. They can still stop the run. And so maybe the, you know, the, they're not going to be able to run quite as well. But again, even you know the Jets' offense— who are we throwing the ball to? Like, well, you're a, you've got, that, that's the one thing about this pick. You're a Jets fan. Correct. So, so y- you can handicap your team as well <laughs> right. as anybody because you watch these guys. You Correct. suffer. You suffer through these games. So if Correct. you tell me that you feel much more confident on Buffalo blowing out the Jets than you do the Cardinals keeping the game close, I'm willing to go with you. Man, all right. This is tough. This is really tough. I don't know how I feel about this because I'm trying to be objective and. You know, the Jets, I don't want to have, you know, to, to basically be like, all right, I'm the tiebreaker. Let's see where we go. And I wind up rooting 
against the Jets is going to really make me upset, uh, you know, to do it. And, you know, the more I've I've kind of dug into the Cardinals game because you, you sent it. And that was the one where I was like, OK, let me let me think about this, because at first I was like, I don't know. I really like the 49ers. Let me see. And they have so much continuity. But again, they have a ton of injury to their yep. receiving depth. I mean, that that is part of what it is. And yeah, I mean, you do have, you know, you have the same system, obviously. Murray, I think, is going to be much better in year two. Really, the only big change is the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, and that doesn't really matter that much, right? All right, Maddie. here's what we're, we're going to go. We're going to go with the Cardinals. All right, Ooh. I like it because it was the first one you, you came up with. We're going to uh-huh. go with the Cardinals. I'm going to spare myself the horror <laughs> of having to root against the Jets and then watching for, them. J- j- just for the record, I, the Bills the Bills, and the Cardinals both will be in my circa place. So, okay. They, they're both these picks. I'm I'm comfortable with. So you get one. to root against the Jets. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to spare myself a little bit. I'm going to spare myself from the Jets last second meaningless touchdown <laughs> to uh, lose Cover. by six. Right. And uh, and that a bit. All right, guys. So those are our official DraftKings Pick'em Championship plays. It's going to be the Ravens laying seven and a half to the Browns. The Saints laying three and a half to the Bucks. The Titans laying two and a half to the Broncos. The Dolphins getting six and a half. From the Patriots and the Cardinals getting six and a half uh, from the 49ers. I like it, Matt. It's a good mix of favorites and underdogs. I, I feel good about this. Are you ready to, to begin our quest now? Oh, $2 million? I, I, I'm so ready and, and, and I'm so interested to see how many entries wind up actually in this thing for the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em. But it, it's remarkable on the East Coast. See, here in Vegas, this is part of our culture. It is right. a new thing in New Hampshire, New Jersey, and West Virginia for the most part. So I'm very curious to see how we do. I mean, th- there's going to be a lot of newbies here in this tournament. And again, again, 376 entries. That's it right now. I mean, <laughs> well, Johnny Avello told me today that they expect a, a rush. So yeah. as you guys know, in the, in the fantasy side of things, to offer free rolls, kind of the way that they go. And right. I mean, they they lost $10 million on that. Right. game on thursday okay right they gave away 10 million dollars of free roll of free money to the people who bet the chiefs plus 101 so yep. losing a million might not be that big of a deal to them or two million they may not yeah. care <laughs> all right well look follow us both on twitter at sports talk matt i'm at dan harris 80 follow us as we sweat this along hopefully we get off to a big start last year i believe i went one and four in the opening week and then rattled off like Good. a five and oh a five and oh and like a four and one or something Good. like that so Follow us. All right, Matt, you've got to move, my friend. So go, go. go get go get your stuff done. Uh, again, thanks, everybody, for stopping by. We'll be back every week, a little earlier next week as, you know, we get rid of the conflicts. And we'll be giving you, we'll be breaking down what happened this week, and we'll be giving you our five picks coming into next week. Until then, have a great week. Enjoy your Sunday NFL football. 